Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you and on with the show. If you recognize that tune, chances are you're like me and you had a Dolomite account when you were a kid at school. I remember the excitement of saving money, of writing out this crazy like check deposit slip thing and I had this yellow plastic wallet. The exact details are a little bit hazy, but I definitely had a Commonwealth Bank account, a Dolomite account, which is why you could say I still have a CBA account today. Dolomites was one of the first saving systems for children in Australia, and it held that dominance for decades. And we've always seen it, or many people have seen it, I should say, as a good way for children to learn how to save. But just how innocent is it, particularly in light of the news that CBA employees schemed the Dolomite system for their own benefit? Xavier O'Halloran is the Policy and Campaigns Advisor at Choice, Australia's largest consumer organisation. Choice have been one of the prominent voices calling for stricter regulations on the big banks when it comes to money schemes targeting children. Hi, Xavier. How are you? Hi, good, thanks. How are you? Good. Let's start with the latest news. How exactly were CBA staff using Dolomite accounts for their own gain? Yeah, so parents were setting up Dolomite accounts for their kids and they weren't always putting money into them straight away. So those accounts weren't becoming active and the staff at CBA weren't able to earn any kind of commission and they didn't go to their sales um, performance bonuses at the end of the year unless those accounts got activated. So what ended up happening is they were putting a few cents in to activate all the accounts and CBA found I think there was at least 5,000 accounts that were affected and then they stopped looking after that. Um, They found it was pretty widespread across branches all over Australia. Now the Chief Executive Officer of CBA has said that this was happening in 2013 but they've put a stop to it then. Do we know if this is true? Yeah, so it looks like they they increased the uh, amount of money that you had to put into an account um, before it became active, so disincentivised um, staff from doing it in the future. But I guess our our concern's a bit broader than that. It's it's around what the kind of trust signals are being sent to customers, and we know that customers haven't been told that this was going on with their accounts either. So it's kind of happened five years ago. It's been a bit covered up. The bank only recently told the regulator, only recently told its own board, and um, customers were none the wiser. Now, I accept all of that, and I think it's appalling behaviour, but at the same time, it doesn't sound like any children were adversely affected by this. It stopped five years ago. Why should we care about it now? Yeah, I guess the the problem is also what what the long-term impacts are for kids. We know from our research that around half of um, Australians have their first account with CBA and a lot of them carry them on um, throughout their life. And if you look at the kind of things that are coming out of the Banking Royal Commission, that kids might be fine um, with a, a savings account when they're younger, but it's when they're older and start to get, they already have this established relationship with the bank, they've trusted them, the bank with them since they were kids, and then they start to get sold 
credit cards and insurance and um, financial advice where no financial advice is actually delivered and all the bad stuff that we're seeing coming out later in life. So they're really, CBA is looking to trade on that trust that they build at a young age. Well, they've certainly got me because I'm still with them after I had my Dollar Mites account. Um, is this the main, uh, I suppose, banking-affiliated savings program for children in Australia or are other banks doing something similar to the Dollar Mites now? Well, this is the biggest one by far. Um, there are a few smaller kind of community banks that have uh, similar things set up. And there's also, you know, savings accounts that kids can um, set up at other banks um, themselves outside of the, the school programs that are set up with Dolomites. And some of those you might find have better interest rates as well. So there are other options out there on the market if um, you are looking to set up an account like this for your kids. Now, another um, critic of this system is, of course, Scott Pape, and he makes allusions to the Dolomite account being very similar to the problems he has with financial advisors, being that um, the school were getting a kickback, like they were getting $5 for every child that signed up. So you've got the school being incentivized by money to get kids involved, but you've also got the staff at the Commonwealth Bank incentivized through bonuses to get kids involved. Um, is this one of the main problems with this system? So if we took away those sorts of incentives, would it be a safer bet for kids? Well, we think what would be a safer bet is if kids were getting independent information around what good savings habits are. I mean, I think Scott Pape has um, made an interesting analogy around um, talking about how this is the equivalent to McDonald's teaching kids about nutrition in schools. Uh, while it's really good that people understand and um, are taught financial literacy, having one bank delivering that message and then later in life selling the products from that one bank to customers can be really harmful and kind of locks people into a a, a bank that that might not be in their best interest in the long term. So, yeah, I mean, the, the commission structures that you talked about can be problematic as well, but, you know, schools um, do need funding and, I mean, we, we're fine with CBA providing kind of untied funding, but um, if the funding is all tied to CBA being able to sell its own products to kids where they've got a virtual monopoly because there's no other kind of banks involved um, in, a, in a large way in schools in teaching kids about um, savings, then, then that can be a real problem. So what would you like to see happen now, Xavier? Because I know that you guys have been campaigning against this, um, against Dolomites, against, I guess, marketing to children through the banking system. What do you hope is going to happen? Do you think this will trigger some real change? Yeah, look, we, we'd like to see banks out of schools, basically. Um, we think as important as financial literacy is that it should be provided by the schools and not one bank. Um, but more broadly, I think we're seeing um, a real change um, in the stories that are coming out of the Banking Royal Commission, the level of trust that we should be putting in these institutions. I think they've shown that they can't be trusted and basically we need stronger regulators, we need bigger penalties and um, we need a better banking system that actually delivers for everyone not looking to turn a short-term profit um, over the interests of its customers. Xavier, thank you so much for your time today. No problem. That's Xavier O'Halloran. He's the Policy and Campaigns Advisor at Choice Australia.